My name is Nate Mickle. You're listening to Mickles and Dimes Layer 2, where every interview is dedicated to the simple, the practical, and the underappreciated. John Beck is a quarterback guru, but not the kind that says, watch how I did it, because John's NFL career never took off. John's a guru because of his failures, or at least because of the lessons he learned while struggling in the NFL. And it's those lessons, combined with lessons learned from past coaches, mentors, and even academic articles that John teaches his clients today. And it's working, at least if you measure his success by some of his clients. Drew Brees, Matt Ryan, Dak Prescott, Jameis Winston, Andy Dalton, Terrell Pryor, Blake Bortles, Marcus Mariota, Jared Goff, Carson Wentz, Justin Herbert, Jimmy Garoppolo, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, and Matthew Stafford. And in 2021, when Zach Wilson, the number two pick in the NFL draft, was struggling midseason, the Jets hired John Beck to be Wilson's personal quarterback coach. Given that some of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history turned to John for advice, I wanted to do the same. I hope you enjoy learning from John Beck, because I certainly did. John, thanks so much for coming on. So great to catch up with you. And before we get started, I I had to ask you a question. And I don't know if you remember this, so this is putting you on the spot a little bit. But it was 2005. We're playing in Laramie, Wyoming. In pregame, the wind was blowing so hard that the the kickers were literally, well, the punters would punt the ball and it would go backwards. So if you remember this, and it was late in like third or fourth quarter, it was a crucial moment. We really needed to get a first down. And you you call out to the line, you say zero, zero, which means there's a blitz. So that adjusts the line protection. And, you know, you've got to get the ball out quick. But do you remember what the offensive line heard in that moment? I do not remember this. No, nope. so th- this was Jake Caressa telling me this. And uh, what Jake heard was Reno, Reno, which means run right. So instead of pass blocking for the blitz, Jake thought you had audible to a run. And so he run blocks, you drop back, the blitz comes. Oh, I took off running run for blocking. Yes, yes. I, you know what? I do remember this play now because, yes, somebody was in my face immediately and I took off running. Yes, and you scramble for like 20 or 30 yards, pick up the first down. That play was huge. And the reason I think this is such a cool play is because so much in life is just kind of random. Uh, Annie Duke, she's a professional poker player. She says, the outcome of your life is determined by two things, luck and the decisions you make. And in that moment, like it was lucky. We prepared for it. We were a great team. It helped us clinch uh, a a bowl game berth. Uh, And I don't know if you're going to touch on any sort of randomness or, or luck today, but I just thought that that was such a, when I think back to that season, that, that was such a cool memory I had. So um, as I as I thought about uh, talking to you today for this podcast, I was thinking about a conversation you and I had about 10 years ago. Your playing career was just wrapping up and you were trying to decide what to do next. You and Barb didn't feel great about you going into coaching full time, but you were really interested in education and you wanted to get more education, but still wanted to be involved in football. And, and you had just started uh, training quarterbacks. Uh, we fast forward almost a decade. You have a two master's degree, your two master's degrees. You're now uh, training quarterbacks at 3DQB. It's, it's just been so cool to see that progression. And as you think back on your time as a player and as a, as a coach, quarterback trainer, uh, I would love to hear if you have any simple, practical, underappreciated lessons that you would most want to pass along to your kids? Yeah, you know, I am going to piggyback off of, you know, when when you ask me that question, there are definitely a few things that I feel like are great lessons learned that I had to experience 
I had to go through the experience to learn them just because of the way I was raised, my natural kind of like genetic wiring, the way my brain thinks. Uh, those experiences taught me a lot. And it actually goes right with what, what was the poker player's name again? Any Duke. Yeah. What she said about a little bit of luck and the decisions that we make, uh, you know, to a degree, yes, the circumstances that we find ourselves in and the bounce of the ball, you know, does a certain ball, does the guy that we throw the ball to, is it caught? Does he make a great play or does it not work out? Does the team that drafts us, uh, do they have things set up for success or structurally throughout their organization is it a little bit of a mess, right? Like we don't get to determine when we show up at an organization in football or who picks us. It's not like college where you get to go on all these visits and you say, all right, which one do I feel like is going to be set up for my success? It's not like that in the NFL, you get drafted to a team, they pick you and you have no say in it. Um, and so as I've gone through my experience as a player and had to learn the things that I had to learn. And as I've helped quarterbacks, you know, over these last, geez, I, I think it has now been 10 years. And the things that I think I want to pass on to my kids, a lot of it comes down to these simple yet really tough outlooks of what's within your control, what's outside of your control. Do you understand that sometimes the things outside of your control do have a major impact? And how can you handle that, roll with that, still perform and try to give your very best? Uh, and yet let the chips fall where they may. I think that that's a difficult thing to do, probably just as, as it was a little bit difficult for me to explain all of the little intricacies and details that it encompasses. But the reality is, can you play to win? Can you still love the challenge when the things outside of your control may not be lined up to help you succeed? And that's a really difficult position for a quarterback to play in. And I am sure it's in all types of things in life, whether it's not just sports, but in business and even circumstantially in life in general. I think about the number of children that are born into very difficult circumstances, especially as you look outside of the United States, right? Like not everybody has the chips lined up for their success. Can you still prepare can you still work like crazy? Like a little quote that I tell my quarterbacks, my young quarterbacks, can you train, prepare, and give energy like it's the only thing that matters? But can you play like you have nothing to lose? That's so difficult to do because in this management of being able to truly understand what's outside of your control and what's within your control, that balance is so tough when you have to give so much energy. And so when I talk to my kids, I talk differently than how I was raised. Um, my dad, who's a very extremely competitive person, very driven person, raised me to as, as much as you can try to control, you know, your work ethic, the, like, like the things around you. Um, can you find a way to win despite the circumstances you find yourself in? I know that there's some like, you know, heroic thing to that, right? Like sometimes movies are made about when circumstances aren't great, somebody rises to the occasion and finds a way to succeed seed despite their circumstances but that's not always how life plays out and sometimes some situations there's so much that needs to be lined up for your success can you still go out there and be willing to not have it work out yet play and love the challenge and go after it and be willing to then learn what you can from it as I speak to my kids so much of what I talk to my kids about is how we handle failure and how I want them to handle failure it's not about 
trying to live this life or play these sports to avoid failure. It's chase it. It's go after it. It's compete. It's love the challenge. And then recognize that when you play this game, things don't work out. When you play this game, you have to have perspective that some things are out of your control. And then how do you handle it from then going forward? What can you learn and what makes you you from that point on? You know, I think that's so fascinating because you, you talk about your childhood and I think back to my childhood as well. And, and especially in high school, uh, I, I felt like the kind of prevailing mantra was like, you need to make it happen. Like you, if you want to win the state championship, you go win the state championship. And to yeah. a degree, yes, you have some control, but I feel like there's been a shift in the last 15, 20 years. And I think a lot has to do with sports psychologists and kind of this academic uh, journey that you went through, getting a master's degree in sports psychology, uh, where I now hear professional athletes, LeBron James saying, you know, I'm only going to worry about the things I can control and I'm not going to worry about anything else. And there's a balance. Like, of course, if something's in our control, we don't want to say, you know, we don't want to blame circumstance if it was in our control, but we have to be willing to acknowledge that some things are outside of our control. Yeah. And that's really tough to do. Um, you know, I've, I've been fortunate in my life to be able to be around a lot of really successful quarterbacks, guys that have had a lot of success at the NFL level. And a lot of our conversations have been on deeper levels of that very thing. What's within your control, what's outside of your control. How do you help a quarterback play his game regardless of the outcome? Because so much of nowadays, it's all based on outcomes, right? Like quarterbacks and head coaches are judged on outcomes. Um, you know, all of these metrics that they use to judge quarterbacks like a lot of it's outcome based because it depends on receivers tight ends line like it depends on all of these team factors yet the quarterback himself is judged on it I've been around a lot of really accurate quarterbacks that when we're out on the field and we watch them they have a great ability to be accurate and I've seen some other guys that maybe they're not quite as accurate but then when you put those two guys on the teams that they're on sometimes the guy that does not possess that higher level of accuracy on our field um he's winning football games and he's finding a way to make plays. And a lot of it comes down to the circumstances of the team. But, you know, I like, I'm definitely with you. It's funny. You said that about the mantra of our era on my high school. We actually had a t-shirt that said, make it happen. It said, sometimes there's no next time. Sometimes there's no timeout. Sometimes there's no, I can't remember what the other thing was. And at the end of the shirt, it said, sometimes it's now or never make it happen. And that's how I lived my life, make it happen. And when I went into the NFL and I landed on the Dolphins and we were, you know, 0-9 or 0-10 when they named me the starter, um, I, I was, was able to say, all right, this first game is going to go out there and do my best. Whatever happens, happens. But then as you continue to lose, you don't want to keep losing. You want to make a win happen. And sometimes it's easy to try too hard. And five years later, I get an opportunity to be the starter for the Redskins. And that same feeling of like, man, like, I know the situation is not a great one, but I, I want to make it happen. And you start sometimes trying too hard. I love effort and I love the drive that you have to have to give that type of effort. But there also needs to be this balancing between trying too hard to make it happen and realizing you just have to let go and play and let the chips fall where they may. And that's a really tough thing to do, but it's such a valuable lesson in life because I feel like the anxieties, the stresses, the pressure, it allows us to handle those things so much better today's era our quarterbacks are being paid 40 million dollars that's so much pressure game in and game out so nowadays it's about what can i do to depressurize this situation so that i can perform my best and that's why there's great strategies nowadays and they all go back to that what's within your control 
Yeah, so interesting. So, you know, of all the lessons, as you think back on your career, uh, one of the most important lessons you want to pass along to your kids is worry about the things you can control. And it's the same message that you're communicating to the top NFL quarterbacks today. So, John, thanks so much for coming on. This is awesome to hear your perspective. Uh, when I think uh, about you, just as a person, you're, one thing I loved about you is I joined the team to walk on at BYU. You were already the established starter. Um, and, and I learned real quick, you're the kind of guy that just treats everybody the same. Starter, walk-on, uh, water boy, equipment manager. I really appreciate that about you. Pulling for you. It's just been so awesome to watch your success as a football player, but then in this next phase. Uh, so thanks so much for coming on today, John. You're welcome. Thank you, Nate, for your kind words, dude. I appreciate it, buddy. Thanks for listening to this episode. There was no one I wanted to succeed in the NFL more than John Beck. But time and again, for countless reasons, many of which were outside of John's control, he was unable to thrive there. And because he prepared so hard and wanted it so badly, he risked coming out the other side broken. But rather than breaking, John learned simple, practical lessons that catapulted him to the next phase of his life. Train, prepare, and give energy like it all depends on you. But then accept that not everything is in your control, and let the chips fall where they may. It's a simple idea. Please take it seriously. Seriously.